and may friendship power. And may friendship. And may friendship power. And may friendship. I was I was focusing so much on that like, dun dun, and then we go in. And oh. I was focusing on that, and then when it starts, like, oh fuck. That scoop note, or do they call it, or the uh, downbeat. Downbeat, yeah. Yeah. Offbeat. Mm. The offbeat is when you're clapping on the twos and the fours. Right. You're a percussion. I was saxophone. I toot toot the horn. Yeah. You beat beat the drum. That's true. <laughs> That's a, um, to recap our high school. <laughs> instruments. They are objects. They noise vibrations comes out of mm-hmm. them uh lots of times it's because of the people right it's interesting yeah but the crazy thing about that is that noise vibrations can also come out of people so why do we use the instruments they're hardly instrumental that's true to say the least that's, yeah anyways that uh valuable knowledge was brought to you by the host of anime and friendship hour named courtney finally oh i thought you were gonna say it, cody oh that was the. Uh, I thought you said, were you were setting up an alley oop for your last name. That's just what I. Was. What if I was that conceited? I was like, oh, I know this one. Call on me. Call on me. Oh, you in the back, Cody? Oh, Robson. Yay! Yes, <laughs> um, and this is Anime and Friendship Hour, the show where we watch anime and we're friends and we talk about it for an hour. Yeah. Both parts. Both parts. Yeah. And one says both parts, and the other one says both parts. <laughs> Followed by yeah. <laughs> oh my god so this is episode 88 roughly somewhere in mm-hmm. there so, is it the first episode where i dropped your phone no <laughs> that doesn't sound right so what's uh, new this week it is november it's not quite thanksgiving hey cody it sounds like you're trying to get me to do check-ins well that would be inappropriate because we've not heard from the mascot of check-ins yes checkity china the check-in chicken <laughs> oh there he is hey checkity <laughs> that is funny. Oh my god, your cousin really? His cousin Turley the turkey, the um, turning turkey, was killed. Jesus. Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, your experience is valid, check it, but I'm not sure this is the time or the place. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's right, Cody. Cut you, out. You've really been in culturally insensitive to him and foul culture along the past, and I think it's time you made a public apology. Ugh. You don't have to do it now. You know, take time to collect your thoughts and think about what you've done, why it was wrong, and how you'd like to make amends. All right. I'll, I'll construct a, a chicken-sized podium to go next to me uh, to appear uh, at our next press conference. <laughs> All right. We'll check it if you would allow us. We'd like to check in. That's big of him. That's big yeah, of him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Chucky. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, Cody, this week, no, last week, I went to my job as <laughs> as per normal. Oh, I was going to say, the check-ins, you went to your job. Okay, okay. Continue. <laughs> continue. that always the chicken. I went to my job. You didn't even clarify if you did your job. You I, just went there. <laughs> I would love to do that shit. Just like go... No, I'm not clocked in. I'm not going to clock in. Are you going to physically make me? Oh, I'm going to stay here. Yeah, I'm just going to sit on the couch. Don't worry about it. Just, like, go through the museum as a customer. (laughs) On a day that I'm scheduled. Yeah. No, on a day you're not scheduled. Oh, no, I never do that. I'm here for a wreck. People do that for real. What? They bring their friends and family. I get the family. Oh, okay. okay. But the friends, it's like, your friends, you should have, like, a more... 
understanding connection. You should be able to do something outside of this. Yeah. Yeah. You should have better friends and better things to do with them. Exactly. Than your job. Yeah. Mm-mm. What are you saying? You went to your job. What happened? Uh, oh, last week I had to do my job, except this time I had responsibilities. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had to do what's called floor leading, which is basically all the people from my department. Uh, but we basically act as docent slash museum educators. Mm. And so I had to, all those people and all the volunteers, schedule for them where they're supposed to be in the museum. And there's many places in the museum. It's like a real-time strategy game. You're like saying, yes. two over there, three over there. Oh, no. It's like... There's a flood of people, customers. They need It's like the worst game of Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even build a fortress. <laughs> there's still... Disasters and cave-ins and people fucking I can't off. be like, oh, you, go get some pelts. I have to be like, oh, you, tell that child about robotics, which is way less cool. <laughs> That's kind of the pelt of the technical <laughs> stuff. The, the, the technical. Museum, the museum. The technical. Yeah, yes. Technically, it is a museum. <laughs> Actually, you succeeded, right? You, you managed? Um, you know what? I mean, it's like everyone messes up. <laughs> and people, well, everyone does, because when it, it was like a week of me being trained how to do it, and I only had two actual days to do it, do mm-hmm. it. Otherwise, I was just watching the people who are already supervisors do it. Did, were you, did you perform within expectations? Yes, I did. Okay. And I did a lot better than some people. There you go. But it was also, I was like... I mean, that's most of life, is just doing better than some people, isn't it? Yeah, they say not to compare yourself to other people, nah, but I feel like I you can't live like that. I mean, it's... <laughs> You have to compare yourself to the masses of people that are worse than you in yeah. order to not have a terrible opinion about yourself, right? Yeah. I feel I feel like you have to compare yourself to everyone because how else are you going to have data right? besides having references? Mm. Um, anyways, that's my position. I feel like everyone should be self-conscious. And if you're not already, you're fucking up. <laughs> um, but aside from Draw that, a bell curve. Put yourself on it. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Draw yeah. a bell curve. That's the earth. That's the world, yeah. That's um, the math math version of Italia. Uh, I'm just very self conscious about failing people because I feel like when I'm scheduling, I'm setting people up to do their job, and if I do a shitty job, then I make their life harder. No, oh. right? But it's also their job to do their job. Yeah, but they can't know how to do their job before I tell them where to do their job. Mm. So it's like all riding on you. It's like the snake that eats its own tail. Mm. Called capitalism. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh managerials. Anyways, it was one of the most tiring experiences of my life. <laughs> you were exhausted. I was. I was depressed that whole week. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but I did it, and now I have more resume filling. Yeah. Yeah. You could talk that up in a bullet point. Exactly. I can make it seem like I did that for months. <laughs> yeah. See, like you <laughs> it was le- a led a department. It was as like a- long as they don't listen to this podcast, <laughs> and as long as my friends at this job know what they're some jobs you might want them to listen to this podcast because that's more relevant than that is true what that was but uh, different people for different different skill sets right yeah cody would you check in please i would check in please and it's a bay area check-in the air is poison we are dying poison air outside speak if you're not in the state of california oh my god then after 20 years, whenever this blows over, please come lay wreaths upon our graves. <laughs> they will be under a thick layer of sludge, though. Of <laughs> ash and sludge, yeah. <laughs> SoCal and NorCal. It's, yeah, the, the fire is north of Sacramento, and it's it's literally like, do not go outside. Don't. Like, minimize time between your car and the building you're getting into. Like, yeah. It's, it's that bad. Uh, it's I, I've been here 10 years, and it's not been good a couple of times but yeah. i don't remember anything it's this bad. like it looks like when you see the the footage of uh like 
Beijing or Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck is the air? Like 10 years ago when yeah. it was really bad, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like that. Or like like um Los An- or um yeah, Los Angeles in the 90s, right? Like yes. it's literal smog. Yeah, it's uh Or like I like any East Coast city before 1940 <laughs> in, the, or, in the industrial revolution. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, and I feel so bad. There was there was a a a bike bar uh um, oh no you can't do that they have him working and he's got the mask i'm like boy you gotta get out of here you're drinking alcohol and uh aerobic exercising that is no time for Mm -mm. poison air you need Mm -mm. the most air for both of those activities to keep your brain working actually i think dancing is anaerobic aerobic anaerobic Aerobic, you need to be inhaling air as you do the exercise. Anaerobic, you don't actually need to inhale air. That's why I love ballet, ballerinas, figure skaters. What's not? That's like holding a pose kind of thing. It's like holding a pose um, because you're. I I guess because you're doing so much precise work that you kind of need to be holding your breath, right? And it's controlled breathing at certain moments, right? Like swimming or something. Yeah. Okay. So dance outside if you want to, but don't do anything else. Dance to your cars. (laughs) I had to move that. That shifter in your car that says air inside or air come from outside. Air come from inside. Air come from inside now. I was yeah. a big air come from outside guy. Everyone's an air come from outside. Listen. Yeah, you don't want to smell your own farts. But today, you know. Yeah, air guy come from inside. <laughs> and I hope everyone out there that your air comes from inside your heart. <laughs> your heart farts? <laughs> yes, because you know what? Your heart farts can't hurt your own heart. And this is a metaphor for loving yourself. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a thing where you can't smell your own bo. But okay, I think that's not true. I feel like I can not yeah. all the time, but I see it, feel like there's a, a limit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that leads seamlessly into the anime watch this week. Yes, Puella Madoka Magi Puella. Puella Magi Madoka Magica. God fucking damn! I I've known this anime. This is like a. It's like a big name anime in recent years, and I will never fucking learn how to say the goddamn name of this one. It's Magical Girl Puella. Yeah, it's magical. It's She's a girl. She She's magic. Or is she? That's the question, really. So this, I've been holding off on having us watch this, because it oh, yeah? is... It is, in a lot of ways, a deconstruction of the magical girl genre. And we we haven't had any, like, staple magical girl stuff yet, no, have we? No, we've only watched deconstructions, which is a misstep on my part. Kind of like, um, would you say, like, uh, Little Witch? Oh, Utena. Oh, I guess Little Witch. These are all, like, tangentially yeah. related, but they're not, like, core magic girl. I feel girl. like Little Witch is... So she's a girl. She uses True. magic. Right. But, but that's not what let's it means. say Maho Shoujo instead as the genre of anime because Little Witch is more like, hey, what if we made an anime that was Harry Potter? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like Maho Shoujo, which means magical girl in Japanese. Gotcha. Is like your Sailor Moons. Oh, is that the classic magical girl? That's like the big, big one. There was gotcha. like an really, really old one. The oldest reference I heard for it was called Sally the Witch, mm. which is like this is like before anime even looked like anime. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Some Flintstones shit happening over there. Exactly. <laughs> um, and Maho Shoujo, I, I feel like the big thing is you start with a girl. I'm a normal girl in the world, and I'm probably maybe late elementary school, junior high. Definitely wearing a skirt. Exactly. And I, me, main character, I'm not particularly good at anything. I maybe have a winning personality, but oh, I'm I'm. I'm a little dorky and stuff. School's hard. Boys are hard. Yeah, exactly. What else is going on in my life? Oh, what else is a creature's going to give me powers. Oh. And they're going to help me 
do things. Not necessarily that are going to help my life. It's going to be like fighting crime if crime is weird magical beings. In some way, this is um, OC My Santa. It's Date My Santa? Yeah, even though it was a boy, but it was a girl and there was a creature because it was uh, uh, San Jose the reindeer. <laughs> That's also a That's reconstructed. That's a great point. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so basically, normal girl gets powers and goes on adventures, mm-hmm. but except she's like, is still detained in her normal girl life. It's oh, just, yeah. it's like a Superman it's, thing. It's, uh, it's a Spider-Man. It's a Spider-Man. You it's still, re- still got to go to class. You still get bullied, but, you know, you're Spider-Man. I feel like I don't hear enough. I hear a lot about, like, oh, this, that Spider-Man villain. Remember Spider-Man did that? Remember they killed his girlfriend for no reason? I don't hear a lot about, like, remember the arc where he had to take, like, college entrance exams? What the fuck? <laughs> when he used the water bubbler and it spurred him in the <laughs> face because the pressure was, and he was like, oh, no, and they made fun of Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So this is, like, a deconstruction of that in a lot of ways. Oh. I, it looks visually avant-garde. Mixed yes. media. It's very pretty. Is uh, it it looks it's it looks and feels tastes different than most things we've watched so far. Yes. Um, I think it is going for a lot compared to a lot of animes. It's very ambitious. Yes. Thematically, artistically. Before we talk any more about this, I'm just gonna explain the premise. Yeah. I mean, the premise. There's two different premises. One reveals itself later. Hmm. Uh, but the first one is like we have Madoka. She is our heroine. And she's just a normal girl in school in, like, a future that... It's a setting. It might be the future. It might be Japan. We don't really know. They have cell phones. So whatever that means, right? But they also have classes in glass boxes. They have a smart whiteboard. They do. So it's it's either, like, extremely present day or, like, near future. Yeah. Is what I took from it. There's still, like, a mall, you know, like... Yeah, it's like a malls. It's not all Amazon yet. Mm -mm. No drone delivery. (laughs) And... She she runs into, they find this little creature called Kyube and says, do you want to become a magical girl? If you do, you get a wish. And then there are other magical girls and they have to fight these things called witches. Yeah. Yeah. So heaven and hell, angels versus demons kind mm-hmm. of thing. Kyube, okay, can we talk about Kyube for a second? Let's talk about Kyube. It's a cat-like creature. Cat-like. It has big, like, ponytail hair tufts coming out of its ears. Yeah, it has ears and ears and ears. <laughs> I would describe one of my favorite parts of my cats are how tufty and fluffy the inside of their ears are sometimes. Yes. Which is not a desirable trait in humans, but mm-hmm. in cats are amazing. And then this one it was just the most over-the-top uh, hair tufts and ears to the point where they come flying out like giant pigtails. Yeah, they look... To me, it looked like it had one set of ears and then another set of ears. Oh, you think those were also ears? I guess I wasn't it, clear if they were hairy. It looked, There's, like, thick. Yeah. It, it, something's going on here. It, yeah. it, it is very. It looks like a Pokemon, essentially. Yeah, like it's, a, it's a real Pokemon. It communicates psychically, mm-hmm. which is cool. But I feel like if you're going to go maximum cuteness, like I, I kind of lamented the fact that it doesn't like make faces <laughs> and talk. Yeah. yeah, but it was still cool. It's a cool mascot. Um, it's kind of evil. Yeah, yeah or it kind of has its own motivations that are kind of uncaring and, and cold towards yeah. the people around it. All of them, the ones that are close and new and. Yeah, it's kind of creepy in that way, isn't it's it? It's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I haven't already made it clear, this is this is mag- Magical Girls, but it's dark. Oh. So this is supposed to be a little more... Well, I mean, there is like sort of like nightmare imagery kind of yeah. stuff happening a lot. It, yeah. it does feel kind of like things happen fast and out of control. I kind of like dug it. Like it... it I don't know, like, it, you, you weren't sure what to expect, because it was no. all kind of like dream hellscape in certain yeah. cases, but it was very beautiful at the same time. 
Um, it was very beautiful, except for the character models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They looked like boring anime people. They looked like boring anime people. A lot of times, the way they're illustrated, their faces are like off, like they're making like yeah, weird dumb face. Yeah, that was a big meme when it was airing. It was like, what fu- what models are they going to fuck up today? And they put so much more effort into like the non-looking anime art. Yeah, they like, like a lot when of- they actually fight the witches or in like the witches like prisons or whatever. Like collage yeah, yeah, yes. Uh there's a lot of like Photoshop happening. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> right of successful photoshopping. And I want to talk about the the style cuz you got confused cuz you thought it was going to be an episodic thing. Yeah, I mean, if usually when somebody gets superpowers and they fight baddies week to week, every week it would be a Monster Week episode. Here's yeah. a new witch. They're affecting this person. I want to save this person. Let's fight this witch. Well, what's this witch's deal? Oh, well, they're strong against the thing we're good at, so they're weak against a different thing. We discover what that thing is, and we defeat them, right? That is 90% yeah. of... That's Buffy, right? That's everything, that's right? Buffy. So I was confused that this kept moving along and changing everything yeah. and actually had a compelling... I mean, it's only 13 episodes, it turns out, so yeah. maybe it is just kind of a one-shot arc, I guess, but... um, Yeah, it is a linear story, and... It like I said, it's a deconstruction, and part of the thing is, so the art is made to look like a, it looks very much like a kids type show, yeah, and it was promoted to be as such. Like they didn't show anything. Oh Jesus! None of like the weird oh, no. stuff. They didn't. They hid the name of the writer. Oh my God! To try and not let people know there's. It was going to be, like, heavy. Did they do this to surprise their adult audiences, or did they do this to traumatize children? So this is what they call a late-night anime. Oh. So anime for children usually air, like, 7 to 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. Or maybe in the afternoons a little bit. I mean, we watch Super Sentai. There's literally a countdown yeah. to when you got to go to school in you the corner. Go, it, it's 7.30. Get out of the house. <laughs> it's, like, taking up 20% of the real yeah. estate on the screen. Which is so smart. It was, yeah, practical. I'm sure the parents enjoy it. Um. Late night anime usually starts about 10 o'clock and goes to like maybe 2 a.m. Oh, it's Adult Swim. Yeah, it's Adult Swim. So this <laughs> aired with that. Okay. Um, But in the world of late night anime, there is like plenty of slice of life. This is funny to adults, but it's still cutesy kind of thing. Right. So they tried to play that up, and yeah. then they're like, by the way, guys, things about to get we fucked. We got fuck you up, bitch. I, I really I did appreciate their, their kind of, that. what's the word for it? It's like unnerving, or like it's it's just a little off kilter. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think, yeah. They, 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 they struck a good vibe with that, to the point where I'm actually kind of interested to keep watching it. <laughs> Okay, so uh, there's kind of a Scooby Squad. There's a the there's Madoka. Ms. Madoka, there's Sayaka, and then there's their other friend that's kind of a normal. They don't actually like um, get involved, or at least not yet, right? Homura, green hair, black hair, or blonde hair. So black hair is Hamara, who has uh, yeah. appeared in the dream, and she's, she's the transfer student, yeah, and she and is a like, witch. Or no, I'm sorry, she's a magical girl. She is a magical gal. Yeah, but she has some perspective and realizes this is a curse, yeah. and that other people shouldn't just want to be magical. Do, don't don't do it. Yeah, and then there's um, Kube and uh, Mami are kind of the the good guy side yeah. magical girls, right? And so Madoka and Sayaka are the two that Kube pick, and so these mm-hmm. are our two. And uh, Madoka's the main character, and Sayaka's kind of the Mako. Mako fun friend yeah. kind of chie type or whatever mm-hmm. she gets a baseball bat which is super fun it gets transformed into like a club when she turns into the magic world and um she happens to her later and then yeah they have like a normal friend so anyway uh they're they're at they're in middle school um yeah. there there seems to be some sayaka and madoka immediately have some girl love vibes yeah oh yeah right out the gate and i don't know if that gets explored in this but uh kind of not really. It might just be played up for the genre. Yeah. That these are like, oh, it's fun school girls doing exactly. fun school girl things, right? They go to school. Okay, so th- it starts with a regular ass, like, um, I mean, it's shoujo, but I guess shonen style 
classroom teaching scene. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There, can we talk about this teacher in the lesson plans that we keep oh, getting a glimpse into? What the hell? They all are related to not judging older women. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if, what the class is. What we we kind of get fade in on like the second half of a sentence. Yeah, and then like one or two sentences after that, and then that's the end of the teacher. And the the lesson plan is always like relationships and like how older women get shit on in relationships yeah. and how we shouldn't act this way which is all that i agree with it's like fight the patriarchy the class mm-hmm. but it isn't really explored or explained or it's just i think it's kind of a thematic thing that's cool i loved it but it was it was it was just a fun like because it, it was consistent like yeah and it was like cooking eggs and like whether or not if you cook the eggs the right way should your you... boyfriend judge you <laughs> no we, we we should we should t- chime in on this. It was sunny side up versus sunny side down, um, which I'm assuming is over easy, unless that's a different thing. Sunny side up. I thought over easy was wait no. I've, so one of them, the yolk is cooked a little bit. You have the white film on top. The other one, the yolk is just laying there. Right. So that, we would call that over easy. I yeah. feel like sunny side down is an oxymoron because it would no longer be the sunny side had you put yeah. it downward. But yeah. uh, whatever. I. I don't know. I actually like a sunny side down every now and then. Yeah, I, I usually get over easy as opposed to yeah. sunny side up. But I do like a runny yolk. I don't like it to be too done. Yeah. I usually get sunny side up because I feel like you can do more texture stuff with the yolk. Oh. Gives you no. more where it's, it's less obstructed. I like a poached egg. Oh, poached is the best. Poached like you can't fuck up a poached egg. You almost. can't you can't fuck up a poached egg. <laughs> you can't okay. try to make it, yourself. It's, it's possible. It's a little difficult. Oh, I, I haven't made it. But as far as like yeah. overcooking it, you know you you rarely get a, a poached egg that's completely cooked through, right? Oh yeah, no, no. That seems rough. But I do think feel like about poached egg, I look at it and I say, How much white am I losing? That's true. And it is it's got this nice like wispy uh, property to it, but yeah. it's it's a lot less. If that's what you're there for. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. It's got a good yolk game though good yoga <laughs> anyway so they're in school and then there's a transfer student uh in classic anime and it's this long black haired girl um who's really good at everything how she's so good she's, she's just... a devil man no well kind of i mean but like she, almost she breaks all the track records you know like immediately it's it's all that uh and um and she's off you know she's distant and cold yeah. but she's not like too cool for school she just like literally she like looks down at everyone yeah <laughs> so what's the first thing that kind of happens here um, uh so they, they are just, like, hanging out. They're going to a, a CD shop to listen yeah. to CDs. What, so, what, what year is this? I have no idea. They, they got in a time machine and went back to 1994 and they went to a CD shop. Mm-hmm. And, then, uh, and then, yeah, in, in some abandoned floor in the mall, there is this creepy, darky place. And this is where they, I think they yeah. find Cubay and they find that there's something, something creeping and crawling. Yeah, so they found Cubay and he's being attacked by who? Homura, What? What? And I believe it's at that point that our friend Mommy sh- uh, shows up. Mommy's here. She's blonde. She also goes to school. Doesn't really make that much of a difference. <laughs> Is there a, a trope of making like the alpha good side woman blonde when every other character has not blonde hair? I think it's a trope of... Some, it, if I could guess, because she's dressed in a very... like She looks like a um, beer lady... Her outfit, yeah, yeah, Oktoberfest. The, There's yeah. a word for that, but yeah, I yeah. think it might be some sort of internalized like Western paternalism. Okay, being like, oh, the white lady will tell us what to do. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we may still be the main characters, but the white lady is going to give us some. Guidance. She's the early authority figure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I feel like since the um, Meiji era, and that's when uh, America really came to Japan. Mm. Um, they had like 
had contact with the West, right. um, mainly with Portugal. Yeah. But, you know, you know Portugal, how they roll. They don't give a shit. They cash. They chill about <laughs> it. They're like, we just fucking Japan. You know how it is. But we, we're the ones that sent Tom Cruise over to teach the samurais how to shoot guns, <laughs> yes, right? Exactly, As we covered exactly. in the previous episode with uh, Lizzie Romero. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah. So since that time when Japan started to westernize, the ideal femininity in Japan became more and more westernized. You, you don't say. Yeah, 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 yeah of yeah, course, right? Yeah. So it'd be like, it really don't be like that. <laughs> so they, they kind of, so Mommy and um, uh, Hamara have like a standoff. Yeah. And they're like, they we're ain't not, we ain't doing this now. Mm-hmm. We're in front of normals. You know, yeah. we got two children here. And Hamara's idea is this cat is basically recruiting. Yes. Cat wants to make new new magical girls and she knows the, the, don't do the weight of the world. Yeah, she knows the way I early on it's presented. I think they're they try to present Homer as just like a dick early on. Yeah. But as we get in further we realize she's trying to protect them. Yeah. Cuz we as we find out being a magical girl, you fight these witches and for that you get a wish. A wish. Fight the witch to get the wish. Ah, but at what cost? At what cost? Could be getting your head chopped off. Yeah. Or and I think it's literally losing your soul into oh, yeah. an object. <laughs> so when you get make your wish, your soul basically becomes what they call a soul gem. Yeah. And so you have this little thing, and so your job is to fight witches. And when you get beat a witch, you get a thing called a grief seed, mm-hmm. and the grief seed will suck up any like darkness. The plaque. The plaque from it'll, your soul it'll gem. It'll floss your soul. So, but if you're like, hey, I'm a magical girl, but I don't think I'm gonna fight witches. Yeah. It's just gonna build up, and then you done die. Right. So yeah. It's a, it's a vicious symbiotic cycle. Also, when you do lose your shit, you turn into a witch, right? Yes. It's very Evangelion style. You, yeah. Angel becomes, no. Angel, thing becomes oh, the angel. Yeah. The, <laughs> they they flip the, the words Evas, in that one, but. <laughs> the Avas are like man-made angels. Right. But yeah. if they become corrupted, they become the thing yeah. they're the, the very thing they're fighting. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I think that's where to talk about the teachers' lessons. Yeah, the talking about like how you shouldn't judge older women and stuff, and yeah. like because they have a also a thing like okay, well she's not under marriageable age, but we said blah blah blah. Yeah, they're literally doing math on the. I, I thought they were going to invoke Christmas cake. Cause it was basically yeah, what that it was, was about. It was like a Christmas cake, but then. In, it was a set apart Christmas cake, but then it was like a past perfect grammar lesson. <laughs> um, but the point is, oh, so I guess it's English class or yeah. it's Japanese class, whatever. Uh, the point that I'm going to make is that one of the things I think there's a lot of ways to interpret this series, but I think yeah. one feminist reading is looking at how in your typical Maho shoujo anime, your main character is the schoolgirl. Your villain character is a lot of times like these magical beings who are depicted as like. Older women with their boobs out and makeup. Mm. So the crones, exactly. And the succubus. So the idea the, yeah. of innocent girl versus like ugh, evil, disgusting, won't fuck you, woman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like the idea of the witch is like essentially reframing that as if instead, what if instead of the woman getting sexual agency being what makes her a villain, what right. if it's actually society shooting on her the whole time? <laughs> I mean, they're very abstract, so they yeah. are like fighting an idea kind of every time exactly. too, right? Wow. I mean, it's I, I like that there is actually something to think about in Shuan here, um, which I guess you could say about Utena too. But Utena was more like, "We're gay, it's great." Uh, but like, yeah. uh, compare this to like nine out of ten other animes we watch, right? There really isn't that much to like mm-hmm. think about what it could possibly mean or like what they're doing or whatever. And this actually does feel like it. <laughs> it has enough. It's. There's, there's something going. here, right? Yeah. This isn't cells at work as great as that adorable as that was, you know. There's but, a lot to think about the human body, Cody. <laughs> a 
What if platelets were children? <laughs> what if? Uh, okay, so that's it. So they kind of get introduced to the idea from Mommy. Mommy brings them over to their house, mm-hmm. and they got some tea and shit, and the cat guy's there. And now they can talk to each other psychically through the cat, and no one can see the cat. And that's kind of that's the setup. Yeah. So they have, like, an episode that basically runs through. Here's how a witch forms. They, like, get the take a control of an area, and people near there get sad. And they illustrate by this by showing a woman trying to kill herself. Yeah. Which, okay, so that's that's the premise is the the witches are invisible, but when people act self-destructively or in some way bad. It's caused by them. And so if you go into the spirit world, you fight the witch, you'll save the people. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, for me, this sounds persona, but I'm sure persona was like not the first thing to do something like yeah. this, right? So it's it's this it's this idea, which is kind of cool. And so the first uh, witch we've... Okay, so uh, the, basically they just go on a witch hunting mission, mm-hmm. right? With, the, with Mommy. And mommy just kicks her ass, and we yeah. get to watch it all, right? This, okay, so the the like the witch's realm, it's like a flower based theme yeah. or whatever. Her head, I like how usually like the face or the head of the witch isn't some personified animal or just some weird creepy ass person, but it's like in this case, it's like a bush with roses on it. Like that's the head, right? Like yeah. it, it's really cool that way. Uh, and also, I love mommy's like kit. Like the the way Ma- like she fights with guns, but she fights with old timey guns. And she uses a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. Like so, one shot per each. Yeah, it's these like Civil War blunderbuss rifles, which I you would take it. ten minutes to reload. So it's like, oh, does she reload them then? No, she just has forty of them, and yes. she shoots them each once. I love it. It's and it's all like ornate, like uh, like metal work and stuff like that. It's just really cool and stylized. And I, I later she dies, but yeah. at the time it was like I I loved this I, character styling and I wanted more. I of was it. so on board with mommy the first time I watched it, and I almost quit after she died. Oh my god! And then when she like does her final attack, she like transforms one of her guns into like a huge gun, but it's still it's not like it's like a cannon, but like it still looks like a, an ornate pistol, yes. right? And so. I don't know. I never got closer to signing up for the NRA than watching <laughs> <laughs> Mommy shoot some witch biz. Um, um, does anything else interesting happen in this one? They just watch. It's, we basically yeah. go through what a witch hunt yeah, is. Yeah, what would a witch hunt that. be? And this is at the point where you still think it's going to be an anime like an anime is. But then I think it's episode three where they introduce... Um, there, there. So this is when Siaka uh, visits uh, this, this... Tommy Joe. Yeah. Musical boy. So this, she's not like related, right? She just, this was like a hero of hers. This and he's is a sick? boy she has a crush on. I see, I see. Yeah. It's never explained how they know each other. Huh? It's never explained how her, yeah, uh, how she knows this dude. And the thing about this dude is he's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Is he sick? No, he hurt his hand. Oh. Well, you know, that happens all the time. But guess what? He was a violin prodigy. <gasps> He was already accepted into Juilliard. I know. He didn't he <laughs> only Japanese had to practice Juilliard. two times. Not practice, practice, practice. <laughs> Wait, that's <laughs> You want to get to Juilliard? Practice, practice, practice. It's not Juilliard. That's uh the, the theater it? in New York. Oh, isn't that Juilliard? Do you know the way to um it's not Broadway. It's uh it's... I thought it was Juilliard. <laughs> nah. There's a great Dimitri Martin joke. If we can figure it out. Yeah, because it's just a landmark in in, in New yeah. York. Do you know the way to... Carnegie Hall. Fuck. Do you know the way to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. Oh, wait, the joke. He wants to live near Carnegie Hall because it's yeah. practice, practice, practice and make a left. That's, right, yeah. That's so good. We put that joke back together. <laughs> and then he would play a guitar and, yeah. and step on some bells. He's so good him. at things. I'm I'm worried to watch... Uh, His new special. I watched it. I got some chuckles, but it wasn't the same fire. Okay. I, and I think people like, like Dana Carvey and things that like... You have one of the best stand-up specials or run-up specials of all time, and then 10 years go by. I'm so scared of you. Yeah. I don't want to touch you. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, I. <sighs> I still respect you. There's nothing wrong with like not staying on the ball once you like you succeeded at something. Yeah. But like, mm, the old magic. I don't know. I feel like I don't know what he's been doing, but I'm gonna imagine he's been doing a lot more touring in the United Kingdom, oh. where I feel like that'd be funnier than it is in <laughs> the American South. <laughs> Fair enough. Also, My God, you think in 10 years I'm going to be really bad at children's card games and they're going to be like, not the same. Just doesn't, doesn't hit those cards into other cards the same way. I feel way. like it's hard not to do that with everything. Right. Because at a certain point, your brain just is like, hey, I know you've trained me to be amazing <laughs> at this thing, but also, fuck you. Also, you've lazily allowed me to drift away from what was important about yeah. it into what was comfortable about it. Also, all your cells have regenerated three times since you're yeah. a totally different person. No more. Uh-uh. Um, okay, so she, the, so this this is the setup for the plot for the next few episodes. It's basically uh, Siaka has crush on this guy, and this guy's hand is hurt, and she wants to help him. Yeah, um, this um, is going to be a big deal. And he has a lot of angst over not being able to play the violin. It's his whole identity, and he's he's fourteen. What else is his life going to be? I don't know. When I when he said, "Well, he's a prodigy," but he hurt his hand, so he can never play the violin again. I was like, maybe he can. Learn how to do something else. <laughs> These skills are non-transferable. I don't know. Fucking compose shit. Be a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> but yeah, that was my take on this motherfucker. <laughs> um, there's some mother mother father time. We should talk about the parents. <gasps> oh, I love Monica's mom. She's power mom. She is business. a business lady. She's gonna give it to you straight. She's gonna tell you put put your hair in bows. Look, make yourself look nice. Boys is watching. <laughs> And it, you're like, Mom, I don't know if that's important to me, but what what you're really trying to say is take care of my appearance, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it advocates strongly for her daughter, but mm-hmm. also busy and therefore a little maybe not as connected as she could be. Yes. It rem- it's based, it's Daria's mom, yeah, uh, which is a great character archetype, because we don't get enough right. of it. It's always the dad is the busy one, right? Yeah. Um, and the dad is always busy but means well, or the busy mom always does well, yeah. right? The the busy mom always fucking fights tooth and nail for their daughter or their kid, but then has the drawbacks of being too busy, whereas yeah. the busy dad is always, like, just not even on the family boat. I feel like if we're going to have one of the parents be busy, let it be the mom, because she's yeah. still going to put in time. If the dad has time and puts in the time, I feel like in young adulthood, just by going to school, you get so much of female authority figure female caregivers right that if you're gonna like try to counterbalance that at home yeah make dad do def pin yeah uh and that's kind of is that kind of what's going on here i what, um, what, what's the I can't is he stay at home or is he just he just like cooks <laughs> he cooks um i can't it i feel like he probably has a job that he doesn't really care that much about yeah he's like a freelance writer he goes into the study for a few hours a day between like <sighs> yeah I bet. yeah yeah Ugh. Otherwise, it's a pretty stable family, even yeah. despite this. The mom comes home, like, drunk because she went out for beers with the business, which, which is, we, as we've learned from Agaretsko and just other things. That's too. Yeah, and with a transit system like that, like, everyone's getting home safe and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's so much, like, um, like weeb culture in America of, like, 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 kids and young adults that are like, oh, I wish I could have been born in Japan. I would have been, like, my anime character, and it would have been perfect, and blah, blah, blah. I look at this, and I'm like, my God, if my corporate advancement was my ability to drink with my uh, superiors, I would have been like in the NFL, right? Like, the, the, uh, nothing could have stopped me. You've already done so good on, not that you don't have a set of skills, but just like being less shitty than other people. If you could be less shitty and also have the talent of drinking. Well, that's the thing is, I'm already drinking. If that could have been aligned with my commercial success in the tech industry, I'd be CEO of a company by now, right? <laughs> 
And so I do wish I was born in Japan in yeah. 1989 or something, right? You've got the hair for it. Do I? You have Japanese wisdom and hair. Oh, geez. I Especially gotta, like, when you comb it, it straight like down. Oh, and I parted. Oh, no. Or yeah. yes? I don't know. I, I, mean, I I'm trying to mix it. I got, try to get a transfer is what I'm saying. <laughs> try to be one of those two dudes that NVIDIA has in Japan. Is that right? Yeah, or- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's because uh, the Japanese video game developers, um, they they need people local. They don't really yeah. talk to other people. So yeah, Capcom. It's mostly Capcom, right? I don't. Yeah. Konami. Is I guess it- I guess there was a um uh, Metal Gear game for PC recently, but otherwise Konami doesn't do a whole lot. <gasps> Metal Gear. No, it was Metal Gear Five. What? Uh, Metal Gear Five came out on PC. Oh, but, but like, thank God! I was like, what the fuck they do? This yeah, time? yeah. But four and three and two did, and re- in uh, uh, the the sorty fighty one was like a separate studio, right? So mm-hmm. anyway, um, I love the sorty fighty one. Uh, I need to play it. I was. It's, so... it's on my wish list for when it's five bucks because it's gonna be something I fuck around. With oh yeah, time. it's gonna be five bucks eventually. Uh, Resident Evil Two remake. I'm so excited for oh. Resident Evil Two. Was one of the most important games of my childhood. It was so well done. It blew my mind so many times. Cause it's, and now it's being remastered to be an actual playable game and not some piece of garbage for PlayStation for ten years. Ago. I've never played it. Mm, I I love horror movies, horror games. Too spooky, too spooky. It, it there was a cheat. It was every time things gonna jump out at you. Mm-hmm. Um, your your poor old PlayStation One full of dust and grime would go. Click click click. Okay, we've loaded the monster. Bang! And it's like, oh, you were working awfully hard there, PlayStation, for a second. Oh, look at there it is. Okay. How are you gonna play this game without? <laughs> without yeah, it's it, no. It, this is a t- it's a total conversion. It's not just like it, so. It's it's gonna be a completely different. It's gonna experience. be too spooky now. It, it was a game where you had two characters and you had two discs, and each disc was a different character. Oh, I love that. And you put in one, it's Leon, and put in the other, it's Claire. But you're like you're in the same, you're playing the same game with minor details, and then you finish the game, and it's like put in the other disc, and you're like, I don't want to play the same game with minor details, and you put in the other disc, and now you get out on the other side of the car, and it's a completely different game. With the other, and it was just like I couldn't believe I only played half the game. I thought I had done the whole because I played the wait, first. Wait, you could start with either disc. You, so you start with either disc. We played story one with just a different mm-hmm. character, and I thought it was just oh, this is cute. You could play as the boy. You could play as the girl. Yeah. But what we didn't realize was both of them also have a story two that required you to complete the opposite story one. And when you put in that disc, I'm like, I've put in the Claritus seven times now. I know it's just going to be the same story, except I have a crossbow instead of a shotgun. Yeah. But it, it didn't look the same. Once you do it. And then you got on the right side of the car instead of the left side of the car after the car accident the start of the game. And I was like, oh, I can't handle this. Sixth grade Cody. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> All right. I'm getting sidetracked. I'm sorry. It's Resident Evil is a very important franchise for me growing up. I appreciate that. That's true. Mm. A lot of people I know, I've never played it. I know I should. I mean, it, it's thing of its I'm time. sure I'd I, like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it, in, when it was at the top of the game, it would be like, I don't know. It's it's one of, it's so antiquated now. Mm. It, you played a game recently that had had these kind of controls where you'd, you'd move like a tank, essentially. Um, um, the Japanese feudal game where you're fighting demons or maybe ogres. I want to... Neo? <laughs> Neo needs something. Anyways, but the important thing about this game is that you walk into a new area and there's one camera angle. Yeah. And you can only move within that. You can only see the things that are visible with that camera angle. Right. And I actually love games like that. That's that the original. That's Resident Evil 1 through 3. That's Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. It's, it doesn't make any sense for the character. It doesn't make any sense for the character. It's a I, way to play a game. It's, you know what a game that I hated playing was Doom. Yeah, just like a first-person shooter. Yeah, just I hate first-person shooters. It's like I'm looking around. There's a weird delay, and I'm like, no, I want to look here, but I can't look here because my character's looking there. And it's like, what yeah. the fuck is anything with that? I feel like I have God's eye. <laughs> 
a very narrow, yeah. limited Look, view of God. God, God. you know, God makes mistakes sometimes. Um, this isn't like according to any particular theology, but just for the metaphor. <laughs> it's like God had control of the surveillance system. Yeah, yeah. But wasn't just flying um, around like a whisk. I, I like it because. I don't know. It's something about it. It's just like very simplified. Mm-hmm. And when it does fuck you up, it's like, well, usually the enemies are formulaic enough as like, I should have seen that coming. Right. Yeah. Um, I especially liked it for Metal Gear Solid. And I, because I felt like it chose good angles. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was, and this might be just my appreciation for Kojima. Yeah. But the idea that, like, oh, he wants to be, like, a movie director, so he's choosing uh, every angle it so was. particularly. Oh, it was. he's such a good movie boy. Yeah, well, I mean, that game was earth-shatteringly good uh, uh, cinematography for a video game, which to put that in context. Yeah. But when is he? I mean, I hope Death Stranding is his last game and that he just makes movies now. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's... I guess, hmm, maybe he can get into the Japanese. I feel like he'd want to do movies beyond the Japanese market. But I don't know if... I feel like he'd want to make American movies. I don't know if Americans would be like, video game guy, let's get him do it. I think he's there yet because he's on. I follow him on Twitter and he is buddies with That's so true. many high profile yeah. like writers and producers it and actors. It will have to be like indie movies though. Yeah. I mean, he, he, probably, he won't get like a, a $200 million movie right away. Yeah. But I feel like he'll have the influence to get at least, I mean, if he can, especially if he can make it like in the horror genre, those movies are so cheap. Yeah. Oh my God. Let's get it. Let's get Hideo Kojima an Oscar. We need to do this. Oh my God, Hideo Kojima! Can we get Death Stranding an Oscar? He's he's got Brian Fuller on board. He's got the guy from uh, uh, Walking Dead with the crossbow uh, um, with the facial hair. This fucking guy, he's so ugly. Everyone loves him. He's got the guy from um, from Brian Fuller's show. Uh, is Hannibal? He's got Hannibal. You got a movie put together. With it. You got a guy to write it. You got two guys to act in it. You got. I mean, it's just don't put too many like babies in swamp ooze. Like just take. Take the edge off of that. American audience will love what's going on. Especially if he dresses up in the military aspect. Oh, yeah. Like, give him, like, a Tom Clancy movie, for Christ's sake. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like he'd want to do something very... Here's what I would love to see Kojima do is a military movie, but then bring the element of weirdness he brought to Metal Gear Solid. Exactly. Because everyone was always like, why can't Metal Gear Solid be an American movie? Well, I'll tell you why. (laughs) Because... Can America make a movie like that? Yeah. We're also, like, throwing out porn at people. And also have to have a conversation about Confucianism. And then also... It was weird and mystical. The The overall yeah. moral takeaway is still very liberal and anti-war, but which is not yeah. all... Some war movies do do that, right? Yeah. Um, so that's not super taboo, but he's definitely not making American Sniper 2, right? Yeah, no. I think it's an, I'm, I would put money on it. I think in the next 10 years, we're going to get an American audience movie that you can go to a regular-ass theater... And just see Hideo yeah. Kojima make something. I think he's going to make a movie independently. It's yeah. going to do really fucking great at Sundance. Yeah. I think he, if he's going to make a movie, it's going to be like an art house limited run type of movie. Probably the, definitely the first one. Probably. For definitely the first one. My fear is he gets too big too fast and he gets put on um, superhero sequels. And then he's wasted, you know? Oh, but actually, now I'm saying no. <laughs> but I feel like if there's one thing Kojima has been good at, it's been taking like the dude bro desires of like the video game industry, yeah. finding a way to satiate that while also adding latent homosexuality, <laughs> a lot of a lot of elements of weird, and like 
anti-war messages and i've he's been very good at like weaving that in he would do an amazing job yeah if i just made... want him to do his thing but yeah, yeah that's true he would I... make the sickest ant-man 3 we've ever seen oh my god oh my god <laughs> ant-man would go into a nuclear missile and have to defuse it but then also his his ex ex mentor would be there as a ghost form exactly <laughs> and also he would be gay now <laughs> Okay. Ant-Man 3, he's gay now. <laughs> he's gay now. What happened to Wasp? Uh, doesn't, no, I need her. I don't, I don't know. He's gay now. <laughs> Episode 4. <laughs> oh, do we talk about Mommy dying? Uh, does Mommy die here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so- my God. The lead-up in Episode 3. It was the best episode up until that point because yeah. Monica was thinking about, like, I don't really have anything I don't want to wish for. I just want to be cool like mommy and help people and she tells mommy that it's like if i can just be as cool as you <laughs> then i wouldn't need any wish and then mommy's like no don't be a magical girl it's so lonely you can never have friends and then monica's like but then i'd be your friend and then mommy's like oh my god i feel loved and appreciated yep. don't worry just wait here i'm gonna go beat this witch she almost does but then she dies she even stops um hamara from stopping her yeah. And then uh, Hamara is entangled in her vines, and the vines disappear. And Hamara, not even happy that it happened, right? Yeah. When the vines disappear, Hamara goes, oh, fuck. Like, mm. I was here to stop them, but yeah. that's not how this should have gone down. Yeah. And had to go kill it herself. And she does. And everyone's sad. Yeah. Episode four is contemplating, like, do we really want to be magical girls? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, a real, just the, refusing the answer of the call, I guess, yeah. is probably the next several episodes. Because one of them does, and, one, and, and Monica doesn't even do it in the first four episodes, yeah. right? It's like... The first three episodes are uh, um, in the answer of the call, and now it's like, oh, boy. This is our problem now. Yeah. Mommy's not gone. Yeah. Um, so what happens is Monica's very sad about everything. Homer tells her, straight up, don't do this. Eventually, Monica runs into green hair, fourth friend character, not really involved in anything. Nah. But guess what? She's a part of a cult now. Yeah, and they're all going to drink... It was gasoline, I want to say. No, I think it was um, cleaning products. Because they would oh, say, yeah. if you mix the wrong cleaning products, it does like form poisonous gas and yeah, instantly yeah, yeah, kill yeah. you. So they were going to do that. And that was, of course, because of a witch. And of all the people to go kill that witch, who <gasps> is it? Sayaka! Sayaka! And she, her bat is a sword now? Yeah. She's still melee fighting two-handed weapon, which is cool. I like that she has the bat. I feel like I like that each magical girl has like their implements. Yes. I Nothing's going to be cooler than infinite ancient guns uh, but, <laughs> but but that's cool i mean i, I kind of wish it was still a bat but uh this sword is fine and she's like oh yeah i like over the weekend decided to do it and yeah. and the main character's like what <laughs> fuck <laughs> um but she do it she and it turns out fight. she used her wish to give violent boy a working hand yep throwing her dreams away on a useless man yeah don't even I, know how he makes his eggs don't even don't even know how he makes his eggs uh i feel like to go back to reading this I feel like the whole idea of being a magical girl means you get a wish, but then you have to spend your life suffering. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like the way that women are conditioned to make everyone happy yeah. at their own expense. I would even liken it to having children. Oh, God, you're fucking right. You have a kid, and now you think a it's lifetime what you of suffering. Want. You, you make the wish because you say you want to help someone, really want to be loved. Yep. And they'll hate oh, you. Yeah. And so will your husband. And everything's sad. True. But you get a sword. You do get a sword. Goddamn. <laughs> there's a little setup right at the end where there's a new character coming to town. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to let some rookie have this. So there's like a, the, the witches like hunt because they yeah. need to to stay alive. Yeah. And so, so they very... compete with each other. Exactly. Right. So there's like a real dark element of this coming. 
So that's it. That's the first four episodes. Our main character is not quite a witch yet, but I'm, I mean, not a witch, but uh, magically, I'm assuming it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, she, what seems to be well, her original motivation or obsession with magicals was just the outfits that she can draw of herself in her, yes. in her notebook. That's okay. That's not a bad point. They did a lot of transformation sequences where the the magical girl's outfit was just a little flashier and nicer and well tailored than the regular outfit, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like persona or like some sort of devil man thing. It wasn't like night and day. Yeah. It was like a slightly different dress that yeah. was probably an extra couple hundred dollars. Uh, which I thought was kind of cute. That like for them that was a big deal, I guess. Yeah. But you know, it, it didn't smack you on the face of like this is their battle armor, ah. right? This is it wasn't um kill a kill, right? No, right where it's like a total demon form situation. Um, anyway, good yeah, deal, good show. Uh, I want to watch the rest of it. I, I think we should bang out the rest of it and do a second yeah. part two. Yeah, it's it's worth it. If it's gonna be one complete story, then yeah, I think this is a uh, cool, cool, cool. all right well let's move on to our next segment i think let's uh get our buddy in here Mm -hmm. oh fanny hey Hey, what's up fanny your voice is harder to do than chickity china sometimes I'm gonna sit this one out. I I I didn't do, I didn't thing do well me with and him been talking about. It's really it's it's I don't know. It's not like we're mad at. Are you think we're mad at each other? No, it's it's just it's just creative differences, I guess. You know, but something we respect each other as professionals. Yeah, of course. So I mean, you know, I love you. Oh, you know why that's hard to do? Because he usually speaks English. Oh, that's true. That's right. Fan corner. Really getting trolled here by Fanny. Uh, fan corner. We got a follow this week from Manuel Campos. Thanks for the follow. Top listening to country outside of uh, U.S. Tied for second with Canada is Ireland. <gasps> oh shit! We had a friend. We had a friend of the show. Joe was recently married in Ireland. <gasps> yes. And then married over here, where we had a big party with yes. everyone who is also friends of the shows. Is Mm-hmm. Ireland? Oh, they have the Dublin Comedy Festival. Oh, dang. Yeah. Or is it is it Sketchfest? Or it is some kind of festival. You have podcasters and comedians and sketch groups and improvisers. And they're all there. And they're getting drunk. And they're going in cabs. And they're getting fun stories that they're going to tell on stage <laughs> later. They're going to tell Irish people about Irish people. And I, guess what? The Irish people are going to love it. Sure. You know what Irish Americans love? is being told how Irish they are. <laughs> I feel like we, we've been listened to by Ireland before, and I've, or maybe it was Scotland. Yeah. We asked them. Well, they didn't answer us before, so I want to ask you now, how do you feel about white nationalists in America identifying with your culture? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, you see a dude on the light rail with a Celtic knot tattooed to his bald head. What do you think? <laughs> And this was a persecuted group 100 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, my God. You just the fucking... So I went to an old Christian school, and uh, which meant a lot Liter- of... Literally in the name. Literally in the name. It was a valley of them. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of white people. And I had this fucking... And he wasn't the only one who did this. Be like, I'm Irish. I can't be racist because people are racist at... Yeah. My... Yeah. It's like, fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm a gay man. I can't hate women. It's like, really? <laughs> 
I can't hate women. All I can do is box them into one idea of what ideal femininity is and punish them if they don't perform to that. And cut them out of my life completely. Yeah. Uh, Things that we love about Ireland. Um, I hear Outlander is a good show. My mom loves it. I should watch it so we could share that together. There's a card in my card game recently, which is a very... It, it's it's one of those words that um, I'm trying to sound like I'm completely sober, and then I have to say this word, and then it's like cats out of the bag. <laughs> um, it's alpalacra, a l p hyphen l u a c h r a, and it is a serpent. It's a it's a it's a fantasy like um, fairy creature, but it's like a little serpent with little like um, um, little dragonfly wings. Um, so he's like a little guy, but he was he's probably bad. He's got a little bitey yeah. teeth. Apalacra, I, I believe. Is what what I know about Ireland is if anything is tiny, it's going to be cute, but it's going to be evil. <laughs> it's tiny, but yeah, it's Hibernia. We always think it's it's like all yeah. you know, fairies and druids, but no, it's evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that was this show too. It was like, oh, look at all the flowers the and magic. Thing. But it, mm-hmm. like, there was it was like a, there was a one of these witch worlds where it was a dessert based. Yes, that was the one that got mommy. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? So each witch they have all this like particular imagery. And they don't go into it in the show, but there's like a lot of extra material can go into. So each witch has like their own little story about oh, how they nice. became. It's it's a nice detail because they all were magical girls yeah. or something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, Ireland, we love and support you. Good people. I don't know. listen a little more times than we'll be in front of Canada. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yo, can I talk about Canada? Sure, we can talk about Canada. You know what? I want to learn how to make, and I might make it this weekend is butter tarts. What is that? Okay, so butter tarts, you get, I want to say it's a puff pastry, and mm-hmm. you like kind of fill. Like a ramekin? Or? Um, not a ramekin, just like, they're supposed to like little tiny things, so I'm thinking I can use a like a cupcake pan. Perfect, yeah. It's like sugar and butter and maybe some nuts and some maple and stuff. It's just, do you know like a, a chess pie? No. Do you, did you watch the episode of Chef's Table with Christina Tosi? Probably not. Okay, well, it's it's a pie that's the pieness is composed of caramelized butter and sugar. That sounds amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just, it's a little more savory than maybe, but very yeah. still sweet. Okay, still sweet. It seems like it'd be very satisfying. It sounds extremely satisfying. Yeah. I like butter on everything in huge amounts, unapologetically. Butter is a. I feel like you know what? A lot like the salt macaron yeah. that we had that one time. <laughs> yeah, salt legitimate flavor butter yep. legitimate flavor yeah i grew up in a margarine household because my parents were god bless their hearts not very educated in early 90s late 80s it was all like oh uh, low fat oh this, this you must you must do this because be, and it's like that that none of that ended up being true and we just had less good tasting stuff and it's just like it's all chemicals i mean i still use margarine sometimes but it's i mean it's mainly, not bad yeah, it's but, chemicals that are mostly not good for you sure yeah it's it's definitely not provably better or worse than butter yeah. so you should be using the one that is you the should, best for your dish Cody, we should have been eating a cup of butter a day oh, in least. addition to three avocados <laughs> No breads. No, don't you dare fucking eat a banana. Eighty percent protein. This is a keto a diet. Oh, what a, a keto Ke- diet? Keto diet. Mm. You're trying to put yourself in ketosis. Oh fuck. Which what is it? It's, it's like, like forced hibernation. <laughs> yeah. So the idea is you're burning fat. The fat helps you burn the fat. Yeah. It's a healthy fat. I don't know. It's like it's a fat diet that works really well for some people. Uh, probably not a healthy for everyone. I mean, I'm first in line to be like let's trick our bodies to do something that it naturally doesn't want to do but we know is best yeah and then there's that seems like a little much yeah and i think that one is over the line for me yeah <laughs> i don't know though i'm not yeah. one to talk i haven't died it before um 
That has been. That has been the anime. Anime and friendship hour, part one of Puella. Puella Magi Magica. Oh fuck. Magi Magi Badagi Fifa Ho Fagi. Magica two, or Magical. Magical is a good game. Magical Ma- Magic Girl. The Gathering. Magic. <laughs> Puella is also isn't it Spanish means- for sweet? No, that's Dulce. Ah, um, it means girl in German in some language in some European oh, shit. Oh, okay. It's the end of that one, the first part. You're going to get another part. But anyways, we love you so much. Thank you for watching, and goodbye, JoJo. <laughs> oh, I've been Courtney. I've been Cody. And now goodbye, JoJo. And thank you for listening. Goodbye, JoJo. Oh, all right, all right. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, and also really quickly want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful Z. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much. <laughs>